Well, Kevin Barker, the crisis continues. <laughs> the crisis continues. Your Toronto Blue Jays. Two for 14 with wow. the scoring position. It's almost like they're trying to do that. <laughs> they left 12 on. You <clears throat> did the math. They're 24 for 149 with runners in scoring position on the road, which works out to something like 161. But they won 8-1. Just funning with you. It is a Blue Jays talk with Blair and Barker on Sportsnet 590. The fan 416-870-0590. 888-666-0590. Star 590-590-590. is a text line. Everybody, <sighs> exhale. Uh, it turns out the Blue Jays have not forgotten how to hit. Anyhow, Kevin Barker, Danny Jansen with a couple of home runs. Vladdy. With a Vladdy esque home run, where do you want to start with this one? We can start uh, with the hitting. The hitting was good. They had twelve hits. They had ten off the fastball. If anything you look at, I've been saying this for weeks now. Stop guessing. Go up and hunt the hater. They finally faced a couple of guys that throw a bazillion miles an hour. Who, if you don't hunt hater, he's going to take you behind the woodshed and do some damage and. You know they they had some big time hits. For for me, the 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 one at bat that sort of summed it all up was Vladdy's first at bat. You could see when when he took the one he took the O O pitch to get the one O, and then he takes ninety nine hits a line drive over the shortstop head. When he got around first base, you could tell it's basically like, look over here at me. I still I know how to run to first base and get a hit. Look over here at me. You know it's just so cool to see him kind of do that. And then, and then when he hit the home run, you know him taking a pitch to get to the three one count. Out to get the hitter right. down the middle, Jeff, was something pretty. That That is exactly what you're supposed to do as an elite big league hitter is you take a good pitcher's pitch to get a pitch that you can do damage on and go back leg city like he did. You know that had to feel good when he was running around the bases. And Bo had two hits. Vladdy had two hits. Uh, that for me is the the big key here, and and then you get the bottom of the order. You get Danny Jansen, uh, the one the first home run he hit the three run homer. He had three uh, two strike foul balls th- that mm-hmm. he fouled off to to get to that uh, that three two slider that he hit, and then his uh, that his home run he hit. Uh, uh, the, the second one was right down the middle. You got a one-two pitch right down the middle. That's exactly what you have to do, right? Is you have to take the good ones to get to a better count, so you can get to that two-two pitch, that one that's right down the middle, so you can do damage on. They have they have quality at bat after quality at bat. Now I know they went two for fourteen with runners in scoring position, but they did walk eight times. Uh, three of those were the were seven pitches. That's that's a big deal. They had a two-strike sack fly, which is situational hitting. That, for me, is is a step in the right direction. The 10 hits off of fastballs is a huge deal because that will tell you they're guessing less. They're getting better pitches to hit, and now that they're getting them, they're not missing them, which was kind of nice to see. Yeah, and it uh, stands to reason, of course, that on a night when they would explode for eight runs, their best hitter, Santiago Espinal, would have his hitting streak come to an end. Well, that's baseball, right? Um, but there you go, 8-1. Blue Jays beating the St. Louis Cardinals. They're now 3-9 and nine in their last dozen road games. They've got three games coming up against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Tomorrow's an off day Thursday at Shohei Otani against oh. Hyun Jin Ryu. But at least the Blue Jays can't come home now under 500. Why do you stay positive, Jeff? Well, I am. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm a, 
I'm a I positive look. guy. I'm a positive guy. You are. Positive it it guy. oozes out of you. <laughs> well, that's what that that's what, that's what that thing is that's oozing that's out. That's what you've been okay, going to the doctor that's, for. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of wondering what was oozing out there a little bit. Now I know that it's optimism. I, that's I feel, it. I feel a great deal better. Um, Kevin, you know, again, Kevin Gossman, I mean, this sounds like a broken record with Kevin Gossman uh, through five innings. He had 20 swings and misses. 11 of them were on the splitter. Uh, you know, we, we, we can't talk enough. I don't think about, about Kevin Gossman and about what he did tonight, <clears throat> given the state of the bullpen and given the way the Jays lost in a walk off it, it. It's nice to get that type of start. And, and most importantly, that shutdown inning was huge after Danny's home run. They're, 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 home start, run. they're, they're starting pitching has been uh, unbelievable. Like, like you're, you can't say enough about Pete Walker, what the job he does to get everybody ready to go and throw in strike the way, one and, Going into going into the game tonight, I looked at it. Now it's a small sample size, but the Jays' starting rotation leads the majors in pitching war. The starting yeah. rotation, so that's a great thing. Kevin Gosman, you shortchanged him a couple of swing and misses too. He had twenty-two of those. Uh, the one thing that stood out to me that I always look at with him, especially because you're going to throw some lefties in there. Lefties throw for twelve or five punches. Uh, he averaged seventeen point five pitches an inning. You know, it's not great. Normally, it's around that. 15 and a half mark with him, but he had the rough first inning where he threw 26 pitches. He overcame that. Uh, he had a tid pitch inning out of the six innings that he had. Uh, I, you know, if there's a bad thing that I maybe can pick out out of the four, the four hits that he gave up, three of those are on one, two counts. You know that he, I guess if you would ask him, he could say probably that he needs to get a little bit better when it comes to the two strike pitches. But man, like the more he threw his fastball, the better velocity got, the better location on the fastball got. Uh, it looked to me like early on he was over throwing the split finger just a little and you could tell uh, you know he's a little quick in his delivery uh his arm was lagging behind a little bit that's why the the i think the velocity was a little bit up and down normally it's sitting at about 85 86 it was more early on at least it was some 84s it was some 87s just looked to me like the release point and maybe uh his landing foot was just not landing all in the right spot, but he's a big league pitcher, man, and, and those guys know how to make adjustments and make them quickly, and, you know, they scored runs for him, and he's an attack guy. He's going to come right after you, and him dominating the lefties the way he did will tell you, uh, you know, he's unpredictable now. He, he's, he, you know, he didn't throw many sliders. He th- I guess he threw a couple, uh, but it was real hard to tell if he was throwing change-ups or not, but, man, just the, the velocity that he throws his fastball with and, and the, the tunneling of that with that split finger. I just don't know how you have a, a game plan against him. I, I, you know, I know they were trying to swing early and often against him, but, man, second time through you could start to see that he was mixing in the split finger oo, which now if you're a hitter, what do you do? How, how do you go up and attack that? He's, he's got some nasty stuff, man, and when he's got the lead, it's even nastier. What do you make of uh, their approach in general against Jordan Hicks? We talked about here comes a guy, another hard thrower. Uh, and you know, we've talked about how the Jays look to be a little late uh, going into this game or, or you know, through this recent funk that just top to bottom, they look to be a little late. What did you make of their approach against uh, against Jordan Hicks? I, I've said this, and I'll continue to say it. When you face guys like that, you got to get in fastball counts where they're predictable and you can think about – 
zoning up in your zone. And Hicks is a two-pitch guy. He's a sinker-slider guy. But the sinker is 99 to 101. Like, you know, it's not like you can wait back, let the ball travel, and shoot that thing the other way. No, you got to get it geared up with your lower half. you got to get in that athletic position really really good. You know, the, the early on, you could tell, uh, Blatty had the 1-0 hit. That's the count, right? 1-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teoscar had the 2-0 RBI single in the first inning. That's a big deal. Chapman went from a 3-1, uh, 3-1 count to a slider walk, which is a big deal. He's seeing the more pitches you see, right, it just gives you a better chance to get in the flow of the bat, get your flow of the game. Uh, the bats were better for Matt Chapman. I know the average and, and him actually getting hits weren't good, but you could tell he the timing was a little bit better. He had an idea what he wanted to do up there. I just know it's the counts, Jeff. Like, I've been mm-hmm. saying this. Mm-hmm. You, you have to lay off the good one to get yours. And it just seemed like after Vladdy's hit, that line drive over the shortstop head, hit, everybody else was sort of like, hey, look, our best hitter got got a hit looks confident looks like he's got a little mojo standing at first base and it sort of seemed like to me anyway it gave everybody a little pick me up and the at bats got a lot, lot better it's not easy to have it a good at bat Jeff off a guy that throws a bazillion miles an hour and really don't know where it's going it's right. not like he's locating and and you know dotting on the outside black no he's basically just throwing it towards a catcher and hoping it'll break and miss some barrels but the, the at bats were quality tip your hat to him 416-870-0590, star 591 the Jays, 8-1 winners over the St. Louis Cardinals. Plenty to talk about tonight after last night's loss. The reemergence of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. with the type of night. Well, I'll, I'll ask you this, Kevin, uh, in a minute, but the, the type of night that you think may at least hint that better times are ahead for him. Danny Jansen, that's kind of the that's the hitter Danny Jansen can be. We've talked about it. Keep it simple. Don't overthink things, um, and and play and and play good defense. And uh, yeah, that's tell you what, it'll be a much better. Even though the runners in scoring positions obviously <laughs> still an issue, it'll be a much better flight to California tonight. If you're wondering, that was Vladdy's first home run since May fifth. Ooh. Most importantly, though, for me, or most notable, that was his first extra base hit in like two weeks. Most important so. thing for me is he said both of those hits he got tonight are off fastballs. That, that, that for me will tell you he's at least looking for it. He's getting in good hitters' right. counts. One oh three one. that's fastball counts, especially yep. the guys that like to throw the heater. And that means you were, you know, mechanically a little bit better than you were the day before, which will give you a little bit more mojo, which is important. Brendan in Winnipeg, you certainly liked the way the lineup looked tonight, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was clicking on uh, all cylinders, a couple couple of bombs, you know, from our boy Jano. And, uh, but I, I really think Springer was the big tone setter today uh, for me. Just the, the way he came up in that first at-bat just was like, I am not going to expand. I am going to get a strike. And if I do not get a strike, I am going to take a walk. And that's just kind of what the approach was today. They weren't they weren't swinging out the zone. They were hunting heaters. They were looking for strikes over the plate, hunting for the big big part of the zone. You know, not looking for those chase pitches, those mm. those pitchers pitches. Getting they they wanted stuff that was chunky on the plate, not not those nibbling strikes that that guys get. You know, I mean, like I saw a lot of three three one or three zero pitches that just caught the corner but guys were like no sorry i'm not swinging at those ones i want the i want the cookie 
Yeah, it, it, you know what I uh, what I found really interesting tonight too, Brendan. Brendan, I'm glad you mentioned George Springer because one of the things that I think guys has really has been obvious even during this funk. George Springer's on base an awful lot. Like, he's not always hitting home runs. I get that, but you know, I'm looking tonight. <laughs> I mean, he was on base what three times? You know, last night he was on base. He hit a home run. He walked, and of course, he was on as a ghost runner. Uh, you know, if you look at May twenty second, he was on base three or four times. It's pretty hard to do better than that. Um, I I really like Brandon. I don't know about you, I, but but that's one of the things that kind of gives me comfort through all this is the fact that at least George Springer's getting on base. And when this does come around, as I think we all think it will, there's going to be somebody there to be driven in. Well, you need you need your leadoff hitter getting on. I mean, like, what more form of leadership is there than to to show the other guys the approach that's going to succeed yep. out there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like hunt strikes. Don't don't expand on those borderline pitches. Get get good good stuff. Look for look for something that you can drive. Don't don't look for that. Oh, I might scratch out a base hit. Oh, maybe I'll get lucky. I mean, like, no. Look 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 hard. Look up. Look for something you can you can hit hard. Like Alejandro Kirk has been doing this too. I feel like over the last, like, what the last while he's been three two seventy three seventy mm-hmm. over his last what thirty games. That those are those are some good numbers. And when you're getting that kind of production with him and Jano out of your catchers, like yeah. you don't get that kind of offense <laughs> from many big league teams when offense is hard too and like it's hard to hit and. Yeah. You're getting the catchers that are where the offense is like the hardest position to get offense from. That's that's a nice little check mark right there. That's a tremendous call. Yeah, thank you very much, Brendan. Thank you. Yeah, Brent, it, Brent, it, that's tremendous. That's exactly what you want to do. It's not. And again, we we got to remember too. These guys have been struggling like crazy. It's not easy mm-hmm. to go up against a guy you've never faced before and have quality at bat, especially when the guy's trying to be effectively wild. He throws a bazillion miles an hour, like I mentioned before, and it's hard to go up and say, "I'm not going to chase. I'm going to try and get him in the zone." And when he does, I can't miss it because he's throwing a bazillion miles an hour, and I'm probably not going to get more than one. That's not the easiest thing to do. And again, you got to tip your hat. I just think for me, it, it starts the big boy. You yeah. mentioned George Springer getting on base. What do you have? He had a four pitch walk and a seven pitch walk. That's a big deal. But for me, it's the way Vladdy looked. Vladdy just looked better. He looked like he had a little bit better approach. He wasn't so worried about failing. He got to hit his first at bat, which is a huge deal. I know when I struggled, it, it, that first at bat is the most important because it just takes pressure off you. Now what? what now everything else you get that day is gravy, and it just seemed like he's got a little bit more mojo now. And I'll tell you the other thing. It kind of gets lost in the shuffle, Kevin, but his third at bat, that walk, the way he basically stood <laughs> back on the, on the ball four pitch and – I mean, look, we, we've talked about looking hitterish and everything like that and having a good finish, which he certainly did in his home run. But I, I don't know if I'd call that swagger, but that to me is the sign of a guy who all, all of a sudden you're seeing some confidence there, you know, because you can look bad doing that. You can look bad doing that, even though you know what the situation is. Um, it, it used to it always reminded me about Barry Bonds. You know, Barry Bonds would be taken off his taken off his elbow pad. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a certain pitch because he knew he was going to get walked and the pitcher would be in a set position and you'd see him. He's already taken the stuff off. 
and and just that kind of like that i got you here you know i i i got you i know what you're doing i i thought that was a really good sign a really good sign for black i, I, I talked i talked about the rhythm and timing the the you know, listen to music on the on-deck circle like I used to try and do, have the bat boy come up and get my little box that, that played my music just because I wanted some rhythm. I wanted to hear that beat in my ears when I went to the plate just so it could take my mind off everything else so I would add a little bit more rhythm and timing. Just looked like Flatty was a little bit more on time today. Now, I don't have any idea why that was. Maybe that's because he knew he was throw, facing a guy that threw 100 miles an hour, and he knew he had to be on time, so he started a little bit sooner. But for whatever reason, he just looked better. He looked like he got his front foot down a little bit quicker. He was a little bit more on time. And when he's on time, the the, the rotation that he has with his hips, the bat speed, the, the barrel awareness, the bat path, all of those things that he has, man, when he's on time, it's, it's something else. Ball comes off his bat in a hurry. A reminder, if you're sending us a text, and we will get to the text line in a minute, please include your name and location eight to one the blue jays beating the st louis cardinals it will make for a lovely flight to california tonight for the blue jays they will have tomorrow off you get a chance to get out to the beach and then on thursday they will open a series against the los angeles angels of anaheim and yes indeed they will see shohei otani right out of the <clears throat> gate against yan Jin Ryu. 416 870 star 590, triple eight, triple six, zero five ninety. Five ninety five ninety is a text line. We'll take a break and be back with more. This is Blue Jays Talk on the Sportsnet Radio Network. Three one. There's a swing and a high fly ball. Deep left field. You can forget that one. That baby is long gone. Over the bullpen for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. He keyholed one, and he certainly figured out that baby. He turned it around in a hurry. An absolute no-doubter for Vladimir Guerrero Jr. His first home run since May the 5th. His first extra base hit in the last 15 games. And the Blue Jays have scored three times here in this sixth inning. And open up a 7-0 lead in St. Louis. That is Ben Wagner with the call of Vladimir Guerrero Jr.'s first home run since May 5th. And Kevin, between that home run and one of your favorite words, Tim and Hamilton was moved to poetry. He was moved to poetry in the text line at 590. 590. This brings a tear to my eye. Smooth fruition. Ooh, I love it. Came to fruition. Oh, huh? I love it. That's hey? awesome. Hey? Well, good for Tim. Tim's all over that. How about that? You get a How little about poetry. That? How I, about you that? Know, I guarantee you, you don't get you don't get poet you don't get poetry in the least nation show. <laughs> I guarantee that's, you that. You get that's poetry. A great point. I mean you get poetry with William Lou. You get all sorts of stuff with William Lou on the Raptors. Uh, you don't get poetry though in hockey. Hmm. You know, let's pitter patter, let's get at her. That's about the only thing that uh <laughs> Uh-huh. Nate in Stony Creek agrees with me. He thinks Vladdy's got his swagger back. A uh, little too early, I think, to uh, to say that all is cured. But see how Otani uh, goes. Yeah, see, I, th- that's what I was going to say. But but mm-hmm. let's put it this way: you you like the chances of of uh, you like the chances of good things happening tonight better than you did better than you did last night. You know, as a result of of what we've seen as a result of what we've seen from Vladdy tonight. 
Uh, just looked better. He looked more comfortable. Uh, and you're right. I think that there's a uh, once Vladdy gets going, or once once maybe most importantly once the once the guys in his team get going, um, it makes a big difference. And now the Bet365 standings update. With Bet365, you can bet in things like player props, totals, or the money line across many different sports. 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. The New York Yankees are 30-13. and 13. They won their Ugh. 30th game of the year tonight. Tampa Bay is 25-17. and 17. They also won. The Toronto Blue Jays are 23-20. and 20. Boston Red Sox, 19 and 22. Trevor Story at another home run, by the way. Wow. Baltimore Orioles, 18 and 26. And uh, as we mentioned, there is a series coming up this weekend that will be of interest to Blue Jays fans because the Yankees are going into Tampa to take on the Tampa Bay Rays. A couple of quick newsy items about the Yankees. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton left the game. With a calf injury, he is undergoing an MRI tomorrow. DJ LeMayhew had an MRI today. It came back clean, so he should be good to go. But uh, caught a bit of the Yankees game online, and there was concern with Giancarlo Stanton when he came out of the game. There always is with Giancarlo Stanton, mm-hmm. but there was obviously there was concern when he came out of the game tonight. But, Kevin, the the, the Yankees, 30 wins already. Uh you know, and I mean, now we're starting to see Chad Green's got to have surgery or Roldis mm-hmm. Chapman's going on the IL. There'll be some chance. There'll be some opportunities here. If, you, if you're the Blue Jays, if you can kind of hold <clears throat> service here right now and, uh, and, 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 and let that whole AL East thing bunch up a little bit. Cause I get the sense now I, I get the sense, Kevin, that, that, it's it's going to turn into that four way race we th- we thought it might have at the beginning of the year. I look, I'm not going to undersell Baltimore completely because of what they've done this year. But man, when you see what's going on in Boston right now, mm-hmm. and you know that they're going to get their healthy pitching or they're pitching healthy at some point, and you know you've got to think that they're going to straighten that bullpen around. Sure, it's going to be it, it's it, it's still going to turn into a meat grinder. It's still I'm going to turn into a meat. I'm with you. I don't really think anybody's going to run away with is, is to your point. I believe. Uh, you know, the the Red Sox, the way their offense is going, Trevor Story, Devers, J.D. Martinez, all doing their kind of thing, uh, and then you get the Yankees injuries. Sort of that is not going to allow them to run away with the American League East. It just sort of if you're the Blue Jays and you're a Blue Jays fan, man, if you can just get the offense going, and hopefully this gives a. Uh, like we all hope it does, gives Laddie a little bit of mojo. That way when he walks to the plate, he's hunting the heater. He's hunting that ball right down the middle, and, and maybe this will allow him to, when he gets it, he's not going to miss it. And it Just make it more fun. If yeah. the Blue Jays, Do you know what it is, Jeff? If the Blue Jays' offense gets hot, it's just going to make the American League East that much more fun to watch. Kevin, they, they are, they're second in baseball in defensive runs scored behind Houston. That was going into tonight's game. They have... They have the defense. Mm-hmm. You know what do we say? Pitching and defense wins championships. Sure. They have both commodities. Bullpen, yeah, a bullpen's going to be a work in progress. I'll make a bold prediction right now that by the end of the when when the trade deadline passes, you are going to see three or four new arms in this bullpen. Wow, that's a lot of arms. I think you're going to see you're going to see Nate Pearson up here. 
I think you're going to see maybe I'll I'll say three. You're going to see a couple of additions. You're going to see a couple of subtractions as well. I don't think this bullpen is anywhere near the finished product. I really don't think it's anywhere near the finished product. By the way, Ed Norelia uh, points out that uh, I am a dummy. The Jays are twenty three and twenty. They've got four against the Angels. They can still come home one game under five hundred. He says even a blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. That that is that is true, Ed. Um, Ed question I want. He did, yeah. <laughs> Question I wanted to ask you, Kev, uh, and unfortunately the texter does not include their name here, but it's a good question. <clears throat> do you think in September, I understand we're looking down the road a bit, do you think this game might be one of those turning point games for the Blue Jays during the season? And as this texter says, who would have thought that Danny Jansen, of all the superstars on this team, would be the hero? Well, we've talked about uh, about Danny Jansen. He, he was a different guy uh, towards the end of the season last year. He had a plan coming into the season this year. I'll give him credit because there are other hitters in this team that have not come back from oblique injuries as well as Danny Jansen has, no names mentioned. So I'm going to give him credit for that. But, Kev, I will ask you, what what would make this game a turning point? I think I know what your answer is, but what would make this game a turning point? The, the, this is for me. If I'm on, if I'm on the plane going to to – play the angels i'm thinking to myself as a whole as a lineup i'm thinking man if we can just continue to do what we did tonight now maybe the two for 14 has got to get a little bit better obviously but just the passing the baton when it comes to take the good one to get your good one like that that sort of is what they did tonight and you know it doesn't always have to be pretty they, they walked a lot more uh, their two strike approaches were more competitive which is a huge deal what they punched out four times that that's really mm-hmm. good against a couple of guys you know, the starter and a couple of guys coming out of the bullpen who throw a bazillion miles an hour. That's not the easy thing to do. So I just think, could it be a turning point? Yeah, I think you could just say, look in the mirror and go, man, if we could just do this. We have enough talent. If we can just lay off of that good one to get our good one, good things are going to happen. And, and, you know, this, again, you're only sometimes as good as your superstars. Hopefully this gives Blatty a lot of confidence. And maybe Bo, too. Bo, that line drive to center field. Again, just could tell him if he gets it down, if he's balanced with his backside, the way he keeps his barrel in the hitting zone as long as he does, with the length that he has with his barrel, if he just thinks up the middle and get a decent pitch to hit, Bo and Blatty is going to be something to be reckoned with. Kevin Barker, you're facing Shohei Otani. Do you leave the order the way it is today? I do. Scored eight runs. Yeah, don't rock the boat. What do you think the odds are that they leave the order? <laughs> Probably not good. Today. <laughs> Probably not good. I'm I'm assuming if it, if they change it, it would be Bo would be back hitting second, and then Santiago Espinal will be right. fifth, sixth, or seventh, some, somewhere in that range. I, I don't know why you would. It really doesn't matter where they're hitting right now. It's just more mm-hmm. about that that at bat that in an individual kind of thing, does it really matter where Santiago Espinal's hitting or Bo Bichette's hitting or Vladdy's hitting? You know, George Springer's the one consistent guy that when he's in the lineup, he's always going to be leading off. But other than that, does it really matter where these guys are hitting until they actually consistently have those at-bats? Now, the Shohei Otani factor with him pitching, it's not going to be the easiest thing. That split finger as hard as he throws. You're going to have to do what you did tonight. You're going to not have to chase that. You're going to have to have competitive two-strike approaches and you're going to have to zone up. And, again, if they can do that because they're very talented, we all know that. Now it's just a confidence thing. You have and enough I'll, confidence to go up and lay off that one to get yours, they'll be all right. I'll tell you what. 
this this will be an interesting game because Vladimir Guerrero Jr. spent a lot of time in spring training talking about how he was pissed off that he didn't get at least one vote for the MVP award. He's talked about wanting to win the Triple Crown. He talked about this last year was the trailer. This year is the movie. <laughs> well, going head-to-head against Shohei Otani on Thursday ought to be something. Like, if you want to, you know, Vladdy's way, 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 way behind the MVP eight ball this year. But if you want to get folks talking, three for four against Shohei Otani would, would go a long way to towards doing that. What a couple of back leg cities, Jeff. Absolutely. That is it for us tonight. 8-1, to the Blue Jays beating the St. Louis Cardinals. They're off tomorrow. They have a four-game series against the Los Angeles Angels in Anaheim starting Thursday. Blair and Barker will be on tomorrow from 10 to noon Eastern on Sportsnet 590. The fans, Sportsnet 360. We'll look ahead to the Angels. We'll take a deeper dive in tonight's game as well. So, Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feature Wildside, baseball fans.